This is the Wicked Wednesdays podcast, hosted by Tisa Wicked. Hey guys, it's Tisa Wicked and this is Wicked Wednesday. Today we have a extra, extra, extra special edition. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I have three very charming gentlemen in my presence, so I am super lucky right now. I have the talented and amazing Mick Strawn. Say hello. Don't touch me that way. (laughs) I have Bobby Amon. (laughs) Give me a second. Go to the next guy. And I have the very talented Jason Brooks. Hey, hello. (laughs) Sorry. As you see, guys, we are having a wonderful time. Bobby is in tears at the moment because he can't because... It's all Mick Strong's fault. Um, All he had to... (laughs) <laughs> you had to say something a certain way, and that was the end of the that's, conversation. That's the end. It's the end. It's, it's, you know, like you said at the dinner table, you say something a certain way. Yeah, and it's a, a conversation. Certain, well, there's, run, there's that, your certain way, that, and there's that, the end of the conversation. It. It, it, can be, it, it can be a problem, or it can be a problem. <laughs> Which one do we want? Yes. How do we want to play this? <laughs> Unfiltered. Let's just have it all out. Straight you know, out. Straight out. Straight Give out. it, you know. Just straight out. So we are at the New Jersey Horror Con and the at the Showboat mm-hmm. Casino um, in Atlantic City, and we're having a wonderful time. Mick, what was the highlight so far for you at the at the con? Um, what was the highlight? That's a really good question. Well, thank um, you very this much. Freaky woman with a uh, just green and blue hair came up, and and you know that was that was pretty interesting. Um, I saw her walking around. Yeah, weirdo. No, <laughs> no, not even <laughs> no, no. Um, I you know I I gotta say that uh, I just. The people and the vibe off of people coming up was just, it's amazing, you know, uh, you know, and, and I have to say some of these people dress kind of funny. Oh yeah. I, I'm just saying, you know, um, it, it I, I think that cons are, are an opportunity for, uh, uh, women who, women and men who are, are hiding behind, you know, like uh, they put a facade on, mm-hmm. you know. It's just really interesting to see that. I'll explain your outfit. Yeah, well, and your green toenail. You know, you know can we tell the about? Can we about your your green toenail well, and that it matches my hair? It, how it extra does. can how we be? Extra special that was. I see that it was a match made in yeah, heaven. Yeah, my hair matches I, your toenail I, now, color. Now, you know, I've said this before: is it takes a girl a long time. To find his color. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly why it took me so long to find this particular green. And so, so girl, girl, can we, can we talk nail salons right now? Oh, hell yeah. Let's go all about it. So, so, uh, this was Chen's. Okay. There's a shocker. Chen's nails. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised too. And so, uh, I went in there and and because I had a lot of uh, cuticle showing. Oh yes, right. You know, cuticle, you were telling me you don't know. Well, you don't need to I, say I that. have to say, okay, nothing can ruin a good toenail 
Too much cuticle. Like three-eighths of an inch of uh, cuticle. That's nasty. That, it's Don't do nasty. that. It's if your toes nasty. got that much cuticle, people, go get a fucking pedicure. You, you know what? Oh, either that or, or remove the polish. <laughs> you know what that? You know what that's doing? That's that's getting rid of the evidence right there. You know. So anyway, I went. I went to get rid of the evidence. And um, and it it, it took a no. They got to leave a little space to make it look realistic. Okay. It it took a long. It took a really long time. And um, and I had like I'm going to show you. You see, I had pulled my pants up. He's lifting his pants up very so you can see the ankle up to the knee. You have to get the legs up like this so that so that they're free to work, you know, and do the crazy, right? And 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 like the massaging, and then did you get did you get the towel like heat wrap on your legs? Of course, come on! I just want to make sure that Chen's taking care of you. I go I go the full twenty. Did you get a hot stone massage on on your legs? Eh, I like a little massage. I don't like too much massage. So you didn't get no stones. Like no, no, I don't do the stones. No. I do. So, because I'm that extra. So anyway, anyway, so I'm walking out, and I it, and I, I'm kind of limping a little bit because you know you have the wet toe. Yes, the wet right? toe. You can't because, mess that up. Yeah, you, well, you didn't get gel. Yeah. Come on, Mick. You didn't get a gel I, polish. I really didn't because they got such an even, perfect polish on this sucker. That is, it, it does. It is, it, you know, nice. that's hard. It is no, hard. Really is. And then you don't, sometimes they put the polish on. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that this whole thing is going to be about my fucking toenail. <laughs> but, we're, okay. We're going hey, to listen. We're, we're going to keep going. Okay. So, so the thing is, is you don't want to risk the gel because sometimes the gel softens underneath. And it that pushes, is true. And that push, is true. And it pushes it around, Because right? I had the gel right? and I took them off and my, my toenails sometimes, were horrible. Sometimes it's really that way. It is. So anyway, I we're in New Jersey. <laughs> we're, we're in the funkiest part of town, right? You know, just like. Mm, mm, mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And and you know, there's there's working girls and construction, and and, and the the people that are dressed the best are the construction workers, you know. <laughs> and so I walk out and I've got my legs, you know, completely bared. Yeah, I pulled pulled my pants up, and I, the green sandals with the green straps. The one green toe, only one, guys, only one. One green toe, not and, two. And as one. I cross the sidewalk to to everybody that's waiting for me, this crew of construction workers comes down. Real, real New Jersey construction workers comes, and they kind of move through me like these six guys move. On the sidewalk, and all of them are looking down at my toe, and my legs like this, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, fucking guy, fucking gay fair." I don't know what the fucking this fucking yeah, sounds. Just, that sounds like a yeah, the fucking world is just like coming to a fucking oh Jesus, and you know, and it went on and on and on, and they went on down, and then I got in the car and I left. But do you feel better after you got your petty? I do. It I, does. It's nice, I, right? You know, I, right. The, the problem is if you get self care. Self-care. Self-care. And as Self-care. Self-care, boo-boo. There you go. I'm telling you. I, I you, you know, this really didn't start to happen until I was like, honestly, 55. You know, I always dealt with my own thing, but I dealt with painting my own toe and stuff because it's always been green. Um, have to say, though, that having somebody else do it, I don't mow my own lawn and I don't wash my own car. I never have. Even at my poorest time, I would rather have somebody... Wash my car for me, then eat. If if it, if if it came down to that last nine dollars, right? I mean, come on, let's 
Come on, right? You know, and I, and I don't do my and I don't do my lawn. I'm not a lazy human being because I'll build the whole damn house. I just don't do lawns. I, you know, there's certain it. things that you don't do. Um, I do windows though. Okay, I know this is shocking. Okay, so, so but but I don't do my own toes anymore. I, I just don't blame don't you. It. I don't either. I don't yeah. do my own painting on my nails. I don't do right, my own hair. Right. right. Sometimes so, it's called. You know what you tell people? It's self care. It, it's self care. Okay. You know, there you go. It's, it's, be like Tisa Wicket told you that. Feel the burn. <laughs> <laughs> now, so now, so can I introduce that guy? Oh, you well, may. Tell you about my green toe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Jason Brooks over there, and he is amazing. And um, why don't you ask him about his? Mani Petty routine. Do you have a Mani Petty routine? A Mani Petty routine. Oh, I enjoy going to the spa very much. I enjoy getting a pedicure. I don't get the green toenail. I don't get. I don't get clear the toe. I, well, I get the clear once in a while. You, you know what it is? You haven't found your color yet. I haven't. No, but I know everything. I've. I'm going to write a book. Is everything I've learned? I've learned from Mick Strong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I ended up in jail. <laughs> but no, was it worth it? But, yeah. But <laughs> Broadcasting. I, something tells me I will one day have a green toe in honor of Mick or some other color. That uh, I'm thinking you're a red. A red? You're like a cherry red kind of oh. color. I could see it. Or a black. Yeah, vengeance red, maybe. It's, I've been wearing it all the time. So. It, yeah, it, there you it's, go. It's, yeah. it, it will and, go. You know, Speaking about vengeance, we just, what did we just see? We actually saw a well. We went to we Bobby and I um, were at the Blair. We saw the original Blair, Blair, but we just saw uh, 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 the next edit down uh, of vengeance, <laughs> and uh, and this is the first time I've seen this next edit, and um, and probably the first time I was actually paying attention when I saw the film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows you didn't pay attention on set. I oh, uh oh, uh oh, it's getting real. Yeah, was, it's no, getting it real, was real. Attention, it was Mick. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was, yeah. I was gonna say you really can't say that about I me. Cannot, you know that no, you cannot. You can. You can. Just, there's a lot of things you can't accuse me of, but that ain't one of them. No, but that was a softball you loved. I had it. Yeah, it's, you know what? I did. I just. Uh, here, <laughs> but uh, uh, I have to say, um, what what's your uh, comic alter ego's name? Louis. Louis. Louis I I have to say, Louis. Louis has a soft spot. The the thing they got bills for that. The, yes, they do. <laughs> I know how you feel. Louis has also captured my heart it completely. I it, you know it, it's too funny. It, it, and the great thing about the thing that I enjoy most about vengeance, and and this is in my old age, I'm becoming a connoisseur of comedy horror, right? <laughs> and the thing is, is I'm not that not that I'm saying that this was a comedy film. It was it certainly wasn't a comedy horror, but the comedy in it, I love it. Was mm -hmm. that sold it for me? Your your character and uh, John, John Ravenhold and Dan, Dan Feldmeyer, yeah. his character. <laughs> the comedy Dan, didn't fall flat. Yeah. No. Uh, Dan and John, 
did Bing killed it. That that scene that the scene of pitching the tent. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. Isn't that the best? I love it. Scene in writing on the script. Mick was like, what the hell are you guys yeah, doing I bet, here? No, no, no. I no, let me tell you the truth. I saw You were a hater scene. of the scene? Okay. All right. Let me let, let's hear your side. Well, no. It, the thing is, is in all honesty. I did a com- I did a comedy uh, a couple of times, and the one thing one thing for sure that I've noticed about comedies is that it has nothing to do with what's written, you know. And the thing is, is I I, I can read them as jokes, and thing I I don't connect them. I connect things better, and and timelines and stuff like that. I'm more of a concrete. Okay. You know, uh, it's how people act and stuff. It has never been my complete concentration. So I know the machinations of, of, of and, and kind of like all the rules. I mean, I really know all the rules. But I really don't understand comedy. You know, I understand horror meticulously. I, I can look at the beats and go, oh, you're off. You're off here, and, and, and I know that you think that this is going to be horrible, but you have to back off of it a half a beat. Then, then do it the second pound to it or, or whatever it takes, right? But, but comedy, I just don't get at all. I mean, it's, it's, and it's not like I'm not unfunny, you know? I just don't see how it works with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something that I've ever analyzed. So when I see you doing the comedy and stuff, or I see it written on the page, I don't get it. I, I don't, I, I can't. Can't envision what it's going to look like, and you and Ravenholt just hilarious. And I and I kind of pulled you aside at one point. And I said, you know, I got to tell you honestly, I can't read. Remember, I told you yeah. I can't read comedy. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going to be funny because I've been on shows where I thought the script was hilarious and everybody did exactly that, but that's not what makes anything hilarious. It's no. people, you know. It's like. I think that sometimes if you wrote the words down that I say, it wouldn't be funny. But the way that I say it, it's funny, you know, for me. And and because comedy is such, I, I mean, performing comedy is such a personal thing. Yeah. You know, they say comedy, you know, what you think about comedy is kind of personal. And, and that's true to a certain extent. But but boy, how you bring comedy to a scene is a mystery, and it's all about the person. And this guy was hilarious. John Ravenholt was hilarious. He killed it. Dan Feldmeyer was just the height of. I mean, those those two guys pitching a tent yeah. <laughs> is is just. <laughs> and everyone's reactions. Yeah, and I mean, I remember filming that on set. And everyone's just trying so hard not to ruin the scene by laughing. God, and, I almost, yeah. you, you know, and when it started, it, it's funny because especially being first AD, you're trying so hard. To be a dick. <laughs> I've never had to try too hard to be a dick. But, but, but you're trying so hard to make sure that everything is, is lined up and rolling, right? But. So you very rarely ever pay attention to the the head of a scene. Mm-hmm. You know, you it, it's like you're okay, okay, roll, roll, and then you kind of make sure that everything's going in the right direction, and then you actually look at the scene. And I did that, 
And by the time I turn my attention to it, <laughs> Dan is really not the, the tentpole. All the time, you know, talking about, you know, uh, uh, you, you know how to get stiff here. And, and I swear to God, I almost completely fucking blew the, the take. Well, a lot I mean, of that was improv, too. Like, we had some of it written out. Yeah, it was getting better. Thing, it was yeah. getting better and better as, as it went along, but it was. It was hilarious to be around and just watch the crew, just not trying not to, you know, and, and I have to hand it to Jeremy. Jeremy's sense of casting is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, I think all of us showed some real strong points and, and, you know, some real weak points as we went along. Um, but Jeremy's strong point is his actors are always perfectly rehearsed. You know, I mean, it, and, and they know, and they know what they're doing. And, and and I worked in Hollywood where a lot of times people are, are are like literally reading the script just before they're doing it, right? You know that re- rehearsing is kind of rare. You know, uh, you know, casting can be like half of your casting is made at the last possible second, and and people come in. You know, reading and, 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 and so you usually are doing three or four takes before anybody actually gets their lines right. And I have to say that that was so rarely a problem here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Jeremy really worked people through like that. Um, my strength probably w- was, uh, specifically knowing how to carry a look all the way through it, all the, th- the way through a scene and, uh, uh, bringing together a, a continuity through a group of scenes. Um, also scaring the geese. Scaring the geese. <laughs> now, now, geese are important. This is a new thing we learned today. Yeah. 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 Did, did, did you like that video? I of loved course. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. My favorite part is when the, the goose was really showing you who's boss, Mr. Brooks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite part of it. Well, I, I, you thank you. Like thank you for sharing <laughs> Sorry, that. It's not every day you see a goose going, hey, get the fuck over there. <laughs> and you, and you, is not on my resume. And you, on your resume. <laughs> yeah. Well, that you can't put it on. It's got to be well, the other way well, around now. You know, it's a, that, that whole video is a great analogy for how you work with us. You got got all these actors and crew members all over the place squawking and honking, and then you come running in and go, God damn it, Isaac! Be quiet! Cameras up, cameras up. (laughs) You know, that that one goose, if you notice, if you really watch it, there was this one goose that really thought he was going to take me on. Oh, I saw it. Wings out, wings out. Coming. He it, was ready. He's and, like, and he let's. Wings in, so I pulled my arms out like this. <laughs> you had you, you were hot. I, I was high. like, out there like that. And I figured, you know what? And said, in the end, you know, people say geese are mean and all the rest of that. And they can be, but you know what? I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> the geese, the goose, that goose at the most is going to weigh 20, maybe 25 pounds if you're super big. And, you know, in the end, it couldn't get that bad if I just landed on him, right? You know, so so <laughs> might be one way to yeah, yeah that, that's right. <laughs> but he had this look like he was like until I raised my arms, it was like he was gonna take me. He was yeah. like, "Yo, bro, let's yeah. go! Yo, let's go! Let's go!" Then I raised my arms, he was like, 
I don't think I got a chance. I'm going this way. Oh, shit, it's me. <laughs> it. God damn it. He's not better going to back down. No. But that was a that was a wonderful that was, video. That was great. I will watch. cherish that video. Oh, thank, thank you very much. It was, it was uh, it, it, it's my specialty is geese. Well, you do. I, I love it. You. And yes. I'm talking about your, no, your I, petty, too. Actually, yeah. And a manic petty. And a manic petty. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but no, I was just I, I'm just so happy with this film. And, it, and I have to say you say that um, we <laughs> I was used to uh, films that uh, yeah, everybody got paid and they got paid to be professionals and they did their job. very I mean, Hollywood make films in in you know southern california and that's as professional a group as you're ever going to get you know i mean everybody knows exactly where they should be exactly you know how to deal with everything and yet you know i've been on a lot of you know uh as soon as you turn the camera on you know it's still the actors and and i've just seen a lot of turkeys and been on a lot of just really, you know, bad. And for some reason, we were all just absolute idiots. We were, we were like clowns walking around, smashing into each other in the rain, you know, in the rain, uh, running out of things, props would disappear, uh, the cameras would break down, uh, you know, we would start to shoot and the batteries would all go dead, you know, and it just was constant. But every time the camera actually did roll, you know, it was like, it was like gold. It was like leave us with this golden nugget, you know. Uh, and so you going like, wow, that's really weird, you know. And 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 it happens once, and you go, well, that's weird. That that's really, you know, it being the first shot and all. That's funny that we got that good of a sh- take, right? And it just went right just day after day after day after day, and nobody was more surprised than I was, you know. It's because. You're just trying your best to hold all this together, and and, and the thing is, you're getting like uh, like a quarter of the crew is new every day, yeah. right? You know, because you, you're you're they're, these are all volunteers, volunteers young people who, and, who are, yeah, and they don't really know what they're doing, and we had no reason whatsoever to actually get as good of shots as we did and put together a film as good as that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's astonishing to me. So. It's a wonder. It's a wonderful film, I, and I, I have been yeah. saying it on the podcast since I've seen it. I, I am. I, I can't say enough good things it, about it. You, you know what's weird? Let me tell you a secret about this guy here. Oh, I like this secrets. guy. This guy. Oh. This is before the film. Literally before we started filming, right? He releases what the mask is going to look like, you know, and it goes out. And before the fi- before it's finished, right? There are people getting tattoos, tattoos of his mask, you know, and face on their skin permanently. You know, what if we really, really fucked everything up? <laughs> you know? Then they get I, tattoos of you. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's they're all not, on your shoulders. They're there. not big enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did never tattoo a fat man on a little guy. Oh. <laughs> but it was, it was a wonderful, a wonderful film. I mean, I have been saying it. I've been telling everybody to watch it. Everybody who watches it, they always come back and they tell me that it was amazing. Yeah, They I enjoyed guess. it. They, you know, everybody loves Louie. I love Louie. And I, I've been saying it, you know. And, 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 you know, the surprise is that when you were looking at that, when you were reading the film, the, the, 
in the reading, and this is kind of interesting because it has to do with kind of the looser nature of, because uh, just with schedules and just just how everybody was uh, going along, it, it, the the film started to take on a certain character of its own, and it kind of switched leads in the middle. You know, I mean, for the most part, everything that you saw in the beginning. Uh, and, and when you just looked at the script was kind of based on Angelica's character, right? Mm -hmm. And the film that came mm -hmm. out was kind of more based on Robert's character, mm -hmm. you know? And I just thought that that was really, it, it was really interesting to see that the, the, the organic the chemistry of, yeah. uh, of the, of the, of the one switching to the other, not having anything to do particularly with talent or anything like that, but but having to do with the vicissitudes of the story took it over. Yeah. And also, I mean, Luke, who played Robert, uh, when he read the script the first time, um, he he came to us and came to Jeremy. He's like, you know, I want to talk about my yes, character. It, yeah. A little stuff was changing. As yeah. He added a few things. I said he wants him to be like a super fan of Jason and maybe writing a book and just make, you know, so he became basically the audience or he became the fan, the Friday the 13th fan. Right. That loves right. Jason and, and kind of admires that. And and so you can kind of watch it through his eyes and, and relate to him. And I think it was brilliant on his part to, to evolve but, his character in that way. And there was something about... I, I I know this is something that I've that I've always noticed is that there's usually in a film there's a, a character that uh, an actor that that when he acts his character out you don't know exactly what he's doing it's like um, he's got an arc in his head that's working. <clears throat> It has a, a certain incompleteness to it. it. It's like this. It's like it, it's like if you're thinking of a song as a cycle. Okay. Right. It, but but the cycle is just to the chorus and back. And then you have a musician that's playing in it. That's playing on a much higher cycle. He's pulling the whole thing together like this and wrapping around the whole story, mm -hmm. the whole story of the song. Right. That's exactly what happened here. Luke actually the way that he played it. That you could see it in bits that it was kind of like part of a whole of this. And I just saw that kind of developing as it all came together. You know, it's it's almost like it, it was a continuation of an arc that was going all the, that was going beyond the film and wrapping back around. It was just so interesting to watch. You know, and you usually see some one person's arc kind of carry from the actor's point of view. You know, I thought it was just interesting the way that that happened, you know? Yeah, and during filming, I remember you had said, going back, you're like, I had no idea what the hell he was doing. I really the had. character, but then once you saw it put together, you're like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. That yeah, was, that's what he was doing. Yeah, that he was doing the big circle. He was yeah. doing this. His, his character arc was huge. You know, it was wrapped around the whole movie. And, and it, it was, I thought it was amazing the way that, that, that he did it. And, and then Jeremy kind of jumped in and... And they kind of w rolled with it all the way. And then I came up with the idea of trying to trap him under the boat. Oh, yeah. That was, I love that. Like that's a, that's a good one. That well, I wanted some, I wanted to, I wanted a character that, that had, that wasn't in the open, that, that was claustrophobic. And we were trying to, trying to do that in shooting in, you know, when the smallest thing that you have is a cabin. 
right? And that didn't work. And, and so, so we went with, uh, so I, I said, you know what? Then let's use the rowboats out here. So, something that we really get him into a totally claustrophobic feel. And, and it worked so well. I loved it. You, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the, especially with the, the, the light beaming through as, as the stick came down. The, yeah. uh, the, and I loved oh. it how, like, Jason was, like, he was about to, like, go. And then he sees, like... The state, like oh, the, the boat hook. Yeah, yeah the boat and he goes yeah, yeah. and he does that weird, you know, the Jason yeah, ball. That, he's like, head- that, was a, that was a last second decision. Like, as we called out, right, right, right. I, I was walking over and I was just walking around, right? I was supposed to. It, it just he, hit me. I was like, I'm going to reach for the machete. Oh, wow. it should be. And then all of a sudden, I noticed the boat hook yeah, and I go for it. So I just did that the, on the spot. Right. And, and, the, and the great thing is, and I, be, I know that you, you didn't notice it, that uh, on, it was the last day of filming, <laughs> and we literally shot out the night, so we were screwed. You know, we didn't have it. We weren't going to do a next night, right? We were just going to do the day, and then we were quitting. Mm-hmm. But but we hadn't shot the boat scene yet, <laughs> right? And that's it, and but we did have you do the outside of the yeah. boat, and so what we did is we cleared out the cabin. Which became our stage now, mm-hmm. and you know the cabin that we used, you know, for the uh, to represent the camp, right? We cleared it out. We, you know, uh, blacked it out. We blacked everything out, and we shot that boat scene on a piece of plywood with a bunch of moss on it, oh. and just put the boat over it so that so, so cool. that we could be up like this, and we're using that for the night. Yep. So that's I awesome. Think okay. Any way to make it for that? Yeah, it's yeah, cool. yeah. It was it, it and it worked really great. You can't, it, it was so, so it was cool. much mm-hmm. easier to work the whole scene. You know, different uh, days, different locations. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, we we pulled a lot of like really weird tricks out of all yeah. that. Well, we were great. supposed to put some fake balsa wood on that boat too, weren't we? But I just no, we it. no. Well, we just no from my when I was stabbing it. Yeah, on the outside. Right. Part, I was just realizing like. A little bit of a PTSD from like prop making and setting, you know, I was like, oh, how well, are we gonna make this fake boat? But yeah, you see, in, in that case though, we had a, a little bit of time. I mean, not much, but we had I, I figured, you know, I wasn't even gonna worry about it because we didn't <laughs> it's it's like things weren't landing at that end. Yeah. You know, we were kind of like letting everything land within within because remember we didn't know where we were gonna put the boat. Yeah. Because we we were gonna shoot the ending close to the, the uh, well the we no we were gonna shoot it close to the cabin right, right. And we, oh and yeah we, yeah and we did at the last minute and that kind of like threw it into threw utter chaos and and it it came out incredibly well yeah. it was one of it's one of my favorite yeah. scenes because it's such it's it's different you know I mean I like yeah. it I liked how a lot of the kills were different you know and right, they were right. like. You know, they kind of had same of the same feel of like from some of the like, the, you know, the other films kills, but everything was like different. And when you watch the kills, even though like this is like I've seen the movie probably 10 times. Right. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a super fan girl. But every time I watch it, like literally like my like my sister told me, like my sister is in love with Captain America. She loves him. Right. So she'll sit there and watch Chris Evans all like starry-eyed and everything and she's like she's like i can't believe you she was like you sit there and you go and like as as jason Voorhees is killing you're like oh, he's so dreamy she's like you need mental help and i was like listen listen and she's like and then you're all about that louis character she's like what what what's going on what's going on tisa uh, and i was on. like yeah. listen 
Don't judge me. I don't judge don't you. Don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> so, you know, it's, hey, look, you know what? She may think you're weird, but. <laughs> look, you got the- look at my toe! Uh, look at my toe! And your hair! Rainbow! <laughs> so, Jason, what was the highlight so far for you for New Jersey Horror Oh, for New Jersey. Oh, my God. Um, no, it's just been great. I, it's always meeting the people and the fans and the repeat fans who keep coming back um, and being able to see them again and again and uh, and swap stories, share share news stories and stuff. And, and oh, Rob Mello. Uh, got to meet him. He's been my my neighbor here throughout the whole time, and got to spend a lot of. He's good time really there. really cool. He's really cool. He'll be on the podcast soon too, guys. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, he was in Happy Death Day for those who don't know, but um, he's a really cool guy. Film. Absolutely, yeah, I, I went up and told him uh, I just love that film. I do too. Mm-hmm. I had him like I had to like got a sign because my sister loves that movie, and he was like, she was like, he's like, well, here, I'll call her, and she was at work, and he left her a message, yeah, and right. she called me back, and she's like. What? She was like, she's like, did Bobby do that? And I was like, no. And I was like, I sent a photo of me and him. Like, she's like, no fucking way. And I was like, yes way. She's like, I'm gonna save that forever. So I was like, she was really happy about it. He's like, sure. And he was so cool. Like, it's so nice. Yeah. Like when you get to meet people and you like their characters that they play, and there's just they're nice, you yeah, know. Yeah. And they they actually care about the fans. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's so. It's heartwarming because some people, you know, like they're not cocky or anything and they like they truly care about their fans. I insult all of my fans. So Well, it's you're lovely. you're you can. I you're allowed. In writing. I, <laughs> yeah. I, insult, I insult my fans in writing. I mean if you make a part of your character who you are, then you can never go wrong, right? You can always do it and like, oh that's just how we always gonna say what what do you mean make? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know what another thing that was kind of fun was uh Rob, we were out in the green room, out in the balcony, and and uh, Michael Winslow came out and said hi to us, introduced himself, and then started making noises, like you know, oh, it, oh, he just started yeah. doing it and barking like a dog and everything. It's like it's so cool to be Did, having I, to do his I, thing I, I in swear, his element. I swear, Michael Winslow. I mean, I've always loved him on the shows and stuff, mm-hmm. but he was. Uh, he was on a talk show one time, yeah, and he did a Led Zeppelin song. I think it was was our Arsenio Hall. And was it? It was a while back. Yeah. Yeah. And he did the, uh, I think that they, he did the guitar line and yeah. everything. And, and I swear to God, he sounded like the whole fucking band. Yeah. You know, and you were like. He's you, down, you, they're down there doing karaoke right now. He should do it. You should get on the mic and just karaoke. His <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hear him? He was on that thing. He was oh, on he, it. He, oh, oh, he, he was, was on it for sure. Oh, he was like doing this. The Star Trek beat to a Rush song. Yeah, you hear the song, song and all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> "Yeah," and he was yeah, doing all the you know like the spring sounds and stuff like behind a Rush tune. It was wow. really cool. It's perfect. <laughs> it all fit. Yeah. So, Bobby, what um, was your yeah. highlight oh, of I the Harcon? Oh, yeah. Do you have a highlight? Do you have a highlight besides no, hanging have, out? I don't. I besides don't have, hanging I don't out with me? No, no, I don't have it in my hair. No, I have it elsewhere. I. Oh, gosh. So Nick, take, a, take a minute on that one. <laughs> Call it anal bleaching. <laughs> Carpets don't match the bridge. Anal bleaching. Anal bleaching. There you go. That's going to be the opening now. Uh, Nick, you're going to tell uh, TJ, you got to uh, do my hey, opening now. Oh, no. Oh, blow me down. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, what was your highlight? My highlight. Um, oh, 
I gotta think about this. Uh, Should I, I come back? No, I got it. All right, come got, on, come on. I mean, my highlight in come general, was, my highlight in general was the show. Because uh, I was supposed to come to the show a couple of times and I never made it down here, so that was it was a highlight just getting down here. Oh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> and then, well, for, personally, for my fact, was the fact that I was at a booth for once, which oh, is a, oh, there you go. I wasn't expecting that. It's like, oh, by the way, you're doing this. Like, wait, what am I doing? Wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, what the fuck's going on? Uh, here? I, and I, don't, know. I, I don't know who hooked that up for you. Uh, Miss Tisa did. So I don't, anybody, I don't know. anybody, here's, here's, uh, okay, I'm going to, I don't know. Hold, no, hold uh, it right there. Uh, 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 hold go it right ahead, there. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm like, what, like Tuesday or Wednesday, I get a text message. Oh, Ju- uh, Julia Ashley's going to message you. Um, you're in a magazine. I'm like, wait, what? So she messages me. Oh, I'm in a pit magazine. And it's one of the pictures that you and I did as Michael and uh, Laura. I'm like, Wait, what do you mean I'm in a magazine? <laughs> that was like, me. What the hell's going on here? And then, yeah, and then she's like, oh, Tisa did it. I'm like, you signed the permission I'm like, slip? okay. There you go. No, we didn't sign up. What's permission slip? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give no permission. I just went, yeah, sure. Here you go. Oh, I can do it. There you go. And, and having, well, not having a booth, but being at a booth and actually meeting people. And I, I signed a few things myself. Oh, and, there you go. And then also hanging out with Mr. Mick. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. I'm doing don't this, but me. it's okay. Don't Mr. Mick Strong. Don't touch me that way. Don't yeah. touch me that way. <laughs> hanging out with Mr. Mick Strong and, and Jason Brooks and, and Tisa and everybody. Yeah, I'm laughing. You guys have been a blast. But you're always number one. Okay. <laughs> You guys have been a blast. But it, it, the, whole, the whole show. I, I, I'm one of those where like everybody's like, you need one highlight. It's like, fuck your rules. I want multiple. I don't really care what <laughs> you that? say. See fuck the rules. I don't give a shit. I, I swear, I, I, I had like three or four people that kept coming back around and saying, well, tell, tell us another story, right? And then they'd go away and they'd be gone for about an hour and then, and then they'd come back. And I, and, and, and there, there's a group of, there's two groups of three that, uh, this, this being the second day they started Friday night, you know, and it's been going all day, and I'm pretty sure it's going to continue tomorrow. And and You're a great storyteller. That is true, yeah. <laughs> you are the storyteller of the century. You tell the best stories. As soon as I met you, I was, like, wow. snorting and laughing and having, because they were so funny. You were talking about, I don't know. We t- I don't even, I forget what it was, but it was fucking hilarious. It was. Uh, I've had a hilarious life. <laughs> I really have. I mean, I. You've it, had a colorful and hilarious yeah, one. Yeah, I. You, you, you know, I've always said this, and it's absolutely true. Is, <clears throat> you know, at that first when you're young and, and you get a job and then somebody comes up and says, Hey, let's, let's go on a road trip and go do this. Right. And you said, Oh no, I've got a job. And people say, well, that's the moment that you became an adult. That's never happened to me. <laughs> like you said before, childish moments. Yeah, that's right. Childish moments. Child. The difference between childlike and childish. And I lean a little bit too much to the ish. <laughs> but it has been. It is. It's, it's been. been yeah. I do it every day. <laughs> it's been great. It's and been... TJ said wonderful things about you. And he was like, "You're having a wonderful time." Because I was nervous to meet you. Because really? you're like you're like major celebrity here. Okay. And yeah. like you know, and to have you on my podcast, I was like, okay. Fan girl, but then we started talking about Maddie Petties, and then like we became besties, so it's cool now. <laughs> you know, the first like I thought of Mixtron as a celebrity, also, and uh, and then he's we like, I thought, I thought of him. no, but here's the thing there's like, a weird change in my life, and he's like right at the uh cornerstone of it. Was we're shooting the film, and uh, he'd drive out from Kennewick, Washington, Kennewick, right? Yeah, it's three, three and a half hours away, yeah, and then he stayed on my couch. And, uh, and we had several people in my living room at one point 
Jeremy oh, oh no! That, there was this one weekend where where we we were stacked like cordwood. Yeah, you know it really it really it was. People were everywhere. It was crazy, and and uh, I was thinking to myself coming home like Mick Strawn is staying in my apartment. And so we, and I come open the door and he's in there sweeping, <laughs> cleaning up my apartment, like because people well, we were, were trashing the we were yeah. completely trashing the place. It was it was trash, and there's like six guys in there smelling. And he's building locker he, room, and he's building props. <laughs> You know, as we're talking to him and 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 working stuff out and stuff, and he's like literally, you know, he's like oh, ironing costumes yeah. and building, and, and you know, make, gluing things and and the typical prop thing of gluing your fingers into what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that the most you, uh, yeah that happens. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, I was a model maker for a while. You know, I I worked on I did Penguin's Lair. Okay. For. Uh, Whatever Batman that Batman. was, you know, it's, I would do it in between in, in between work <laughs> and stuff. And there's this thing that you get used to in, in building miniatures is you j- zip kick and zap kick because you won't put the things together as fast as possible. But it's like super glue, only it makes it set faster than super glue. It's amazing, right? It, it's amazing stuff. But the thing that it does is it's it's a catalytic hit. Right, right at your fingertips, and if you get your fingertips too close to it, it goes up to about seven hundred degrees for oh. a flash, like that, just literally for a flash. Oh, you needed to heat up, you know. It, yeah, and the thing is, is you'll glue yourself to the bottle, and and if you move when it burns you, if it burns you, and you move, you're glued to the model, and you wind up just ripping off, you know, like seven hours of work, all day's work apart, you know, just by pulling your finger away, and you just got to take it. You know, you just like, ow! That's better. Yeah, you know, so you learn to take it. That's the way this business is, you baby. You take it. You just learn to I take, take it. it. Like yeah. But that was a that was a moment coming oh, home well, and having that's... having Mick like in my apartment, staying there and cleaning it up and being like, "This is Mick," and he's like. That was really, that was, you know, I was just trying to help. I was just, oh, I just trying to it. clean up. And, and he walks in and he just kind of stopped and is literally, I've never seen the, the description of somebody's jaw dropping. Yeah. And his jaw dropped. He went, it went, yeah. You have to do this? What are you doing? I go, well, it's, the place is a mess. And I just thought I'd like try and clean, clean up, up a little a, bit. Clean up a little bit. And you were the least of the mess. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and he goes, he goes, and he said this. I swear to God, he said this. He goes, Mick Strong is sweeping the floor of my kitchen. And he <laughs> says that he's just walking to the bathroom. I was like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the, uh, I don't know where I was in that period. <laughs> but we've all become such great friends. Really, okay. really I mean, you know, the, the thing is, is in Vengeance, um, I, I mean, unlike in the professional films where we actually, we would come together and we would do a film and, and we would come together and bond as better enemies by the end of it. Um, I actually became friends, really good friends with everybody on Vengeance. You know, I mean, you know, these people are now really important to me and I know that I'm going to stay in contact with at least half of them probably for the rest of my life. That's great, though. Yeah, I mean, that's like get. three, four weeks. <laughs> Whichever comes first. 
Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, don't yeah. Touch me like that. No, uh, but I mean, like, you know, for people who, like, admire your work and, you know, fans of all, you know, everything that you have done or have followed you, to be able to have dinner with you and hang out and, you know, yeah, to just, you know, get yeah. to experience just the, the stories and everything. It's been great. Like, sure. it's like, you know, I'm so happy that I came today and that um, you got, you, you came on the podcast and it's just been one of. Mick was a, and a great experience. 100%. <laughs> we got to keep, we got to make this a thing though. We can't just have like a one time. I can't just be a one hit wonder. And like three years later, oh, he's, like, he's, he's like, going to be like, TJ, these people are weird. Tell them to go away. Yeah, well, yeah, he's already told yeah. us not to touch them a certain way. That was you. I wasn't being no hands. She started it. Let's I want you to remember that though. <laughs> <laughs> the next time I see you, I'm going to go like this. Hi. <laughs> Don't touch me that Ends way. to myself. I'm the It's so good to see you. Poor Bobby, we like to tease him. <laughs> we like to tease him, and I'm the worst out of it. I'll go and any type of joke, and you know, but it, it's been, and you know, you are one of the, you know, the people who you like. You know, I know you say that you like do the insulting with the fan, but you are so nice to your fans. You're so, you're so genuine. Like you just, you really like you to tell the stories, and you like to. What you else know? would I be? A lot of people. I don't know. Apparently, be, you'd be doing something different. You know, there's yeah. a, there are I think people. You could, uh, plumber? No, okay. A plumber? <laughs> my dad was a my dad was a plumber. Jesus, Bobby! Jesus, Bobby! My dad was a plumber. A dentist. <laughs> a dentist. <laughs> he would be a manicurist. Uh huh. If yeah. he was my dentist, I don't think I would not go to the dentist. I'd yeah. be like, I, I, get, I, I need to laugh today. Just <laughs> do yeah. something. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. It's nice. And a lot of, you know, and um, if you guys have do not follow Mick, follow him. You're missing he, out. You're a missing out. It is, you know, it is. And I, I'm. Hang out with him, too. Jason's I know. He's amazing. Yes. He's a little more Jason. Jason. What? No, and it's yeah. but it's it's but also it's become like you know um, since like I came into the whole Dubac family like TJ has and everybody's been welcomed me so so much and but TJ is great he, he really is, is. Yeah, he he goes good. he goes out of his way everything's like a big happy family and then he introduced me to all these people and then Jason and I have become really close friends and it's like for me I'm the kind of person like so when people like a film that I, I love and I love Vengeance and that it's one of my close friends or in like this movie I promote it to everybody I'm at Dunkin Donuts and I'm like did you guys see Vengeance yet? and they're like because I'm there every day I'm like the crazy right, lady right. with like no makeup on I'm driving I have like a bunny next to me sitting in like the seat next to me and who doesn't? I mean who the hell doesn't right? I'm like hey guys I need my coffee did you watch that Vengeance yet? and they're like yeah, Tasa, we love it. Yeah. I'm like, did you follow Jason Brooks yet? And they're like, yeah, we followed him. <laughs> but it's like, that's what kind of like you do. You become friends and then you have it and then you want to see your friends get ahead. And you want them just to, you know, I love to do that, you know? So you have to understand that uh, the interesting part to all of this is that uh, the way that we – in the 80s and the 90s it, it, it is in the industry we were like kind of just above porn i mean just barely 
above porn. In fact, the way that I always used to put it is that we, you know, as far as the social strata goes in Hollywood, we were uh, just barely above porn and just barely below lawyers. You know, yeah, and the thing is, is it, it was really funny because we we're talking uh, in the, um, you know, when I was talking with uh, uh, Heather and Amy and, and, you know, the we were doing the panel for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and, and, and we all got talking about uh, about how different it is now from then that it's, it's such a much bigger fandom for horror films and horror films have be- become very much more mainstream and, and they're recognizing, you know, uh, horror films as, as, you know, not being these, the monsters, these losers, you know, the, uh, because you would like, if you were a star, you would get typecast and, and, uh, it just kind of isn't that way anymore. You know, you say, I just find it really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, but it is. It there is a big change. You can you can definitely it's use, a wonderful change. It's so great. We love we love we love horror. I'm so happy. That's, I'm like happy when I go and I see and I'm looking at the movies because I go to the movies every Tuesday, five dollar movie night at oh, the yeah. one theater by me. Oh yeah. So we go, my sister and I, and we always like we don't we go see the horror movies, and she's like, you know, there is a lot of horror movies, and we always give them a chance. Yeah, there is so many. Oh yeah, so many. And I have to tell you something that that all the other distributions that have come up, have, you know, that have uh, been uh, doing fantasy and horror and stuff like that, uh, it's just so amazing. I mean, the the amount of uh, great stuff that's out there. I mean, just thinking of like Dave made a maze, um, what we do in the shadows, those kind oh, of. I love mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, 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 am kind of like kind of leaning towards you know kind of the comedy thing, which which I just become very enamored of comedy horror. But at the same time, there's just all these, just so many really great movie products yeah. out there. Yeah. You know, and, and and I'm, I try and I mean, I'm not playing like I'm young. I really like, you know, being around young people and young ideas. You know. I'm 62 years old, and I and I don't feel uh, a day over 90. <laughs> you don't look it either. Yeah, I, I don't think that I do look a day over 90. Yeah. Not a day over 80. That's you you know. Exactly. I, yeah. You know, and it's 80. It, oh, that's I think it's because you see, like, when you the younger, like, if somebody has that idea and they have that drive and that dream and you see it in their eyes. Yeah. And oh, it's, yeah, and it's, yeah. A, it's like the energy you can feed off of it, and yeah, you just well, love it. it. And I I just love, you know, it's why I love fandom in general. I mean, I love this fandom uh, just because they they bring such an energy to talking about it and an energy to being in it. And I mean, you know, look at the fact that so many people are making these films now. So and 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 a lot of them are just making it for no other reason than you know to have fun you, you you know how weird it was for me to be on a film where people were coming in to spend a couple of days on the film to have fun without pay without pay to have fun that right there was that was like really i mean really <laughs> this is 
a job. Yeah, well, you, you know, when I was at the beginning of this, is like, I don't, I, it's like, it was just hard to trust. Yep. You know, it's like, <clears throat> do, do does anybody actually can, I mean, you know, if you didn't pay somebody, if you didn't pay a crew in Hollywood, right, you know, it's like, you would be alone at craft service in the morning. That's it. It would just be you in oh, yeah. the crickets. So, <laughs> so, so I, I, I just, I love the fandom. I, I do, and 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 I, it, it keeps me, um, uh, young and child like or lish. We went with ish. We went with yeah, ish. Because you yeah. said you leaned a little, little more to that. Yeah, ish. child. Uh, I definitely lean more towards childish than childlike. Oh, There's you go no with the ish. Right. I go with the like. You get the best of both. There worlds. you go. <laughs> But no, it's been it's been a wonderful time. Thank you so yeah. much again for being uh, on the you podcast. Guys are so welcome, you, you. and hopefully to have you back on again soon. Sometimes, TJ, I'm still in Mick. Watch out! <laughs> he's like, he's ours now. I know he'll be like, oh no, Tisa, ah, ah, I'm gonna fight you for. <laughs> ah, here we go, uh, Mick it Mondays. <laughs> Or Mickey Wednesdays. Yeah, Mickey. <laughs> no, um, no, TJ, just kidding. Don't fire me. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, she's not going to fire me. We're all fired. <laughs> yeah, no, we're all fired. You guys are fired. Well, I, and, and by that, he meant not just him. That 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 he was going to fire you, but it wasn't going to be like that. It was He's going to fire everybody. Right? <laughs> and just get a whole new crew? Yeah. Just get a fucking Free do. Free do. And thank you so much, Mick, for being on. And I'm so welcome. Jason, thank you so much for being on. Um, Jason and I will possibly be doing a podcast. Louie might be making an appearance. So that will be a very, very fun podcast. It will be a lot of me laughing, snorting, and giggling, and oh, looking. Oh, it's going to be. I it's going to be. Hear. I can't. Like when he goes in character and he's oh, even around me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's awful. <laughs> it's like really bad, like fangirl, like you need to calm down. That'd be great. <laughs> so don't worry. It'll be a lot of, you know, you'll get to see the true Tisa Wicked laughing. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> and Bobby, thank you so much for coming with me to the event and being on the podcast once again. I was limited, but I'm here. I'm limited. <laughs> I'm here. Your presence was felt. When Mick is around, everyone else is limited. Is that what it is? It's <laughs> good. No, but it was, you don't, know. I, that's why I go like this. Don't touch me that way. I, I, I promise not to. I'll, I'll never hear the end of it now from TJ, from him. He's from gonna, everybody. Watch, watch, I'll get a message one day. Don't touch me like don't that. Like, I haven't seen you in a while. Why just send him like a, a like video, that. a video, and be like, Bobby, don't touch me that way. Like I said, I'll come by like just record it, make it your ringtone for him. Yeah. Don't touch me like that. Don't touch me like that. Don't touch me like that. Like, what's up now? But thank you everybody for being on. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. And remember, stay spooky. Calling all you wiki women out there and all you spooky photographers. Would you like to get your work published in a magazine? Well, do I have the magazine for you. Wicked Women Magazine, owned and operated by Winter Sun Media Arts, is that magazine. Be sure to check them out on Instagram and Facebook for all their upcoming themes and how to submit. Are you looking for somebody to make you into a creepy zombie or a goblin? Well, Brielle, owner and operator of Dead Sled FX, is your lady. This lady can make you into anything your dead heart can desire. Be sure to check her out on Facebook and Instagram. It is never too early to start booking your Halloween makeup appointments.
Are you looking for horror collectibles? Maybe some horror t-shirts? Hey, how about some horror DVDs? Well, do I have the one-stop location for you? HorrorMerch.com is that location. Be sure to check them out online and pick up some creepy goodies. Yes. Isolation only makes the hurt 